Hey, 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 everybody. My name's Ryan Atkinson, and you are on the Business Cloud. Today, I'm really excited to introduce you to two, two entrepreneurs on the show. It'll be our treat to hear how they have built and grown their company from the start. Um, with that said, it's my pleasure to introduce us to the co-founders of Trade Labs, Nick Elchis and Noah Lafredo. Guys, thank you so much for joining the show. Two entrepreneurs, I'm excited to have you both. Yeah, yeah thank absolutely. You. Thanks, Sue. It's, yeah, I'm very excited for this. Well, how we always start off, we all start off with a little quick, you know, warm it up, warm up the brains, get everything going. So we have four questions. Um, Noah, you can start. Uh, just sure. rattle it off first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Yep. Everyone ready? Here we go. So after this podcast, someone comes to me and says something like, you know, we're going to give you a free billboard to put whatever you want on it. And I'm thinking, you know, I think Trade Labs deserve it. So I give, you, give it to you guys. You have a billboard. What are you going to put on it, Noah? A billboard. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I think, ooh, I mean, a Trade Labs advertisement on a billboard would probably have to be some, some person like, I don't know, missing out on a big trade and then someone else next to them that, that got in on a big trade and now they have, they're sitting on like a pile of cash or something, something to really make a statement to get people to <laughs> start trading. <laughs> I love it. Nick? You get on, you get called onto a stage for a talent show unexpectedly. What joke are you saying or what talent are you doing? <laughs> oh gosh. Great question, by the way. Um, really making me think here. Um, my talent would have to be. Oof. Make you think. This um, wasn't a warm up, apparently. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> These are tough, tough uh, questions, but I think uh, my talent would be it'd be super boring but i'd play a game of checkers against somebody <laughs> i like it dangerous on the checkerboard noah yeah. th th hopefully these get easier Noah, you go to a zoo what's the first animal you're gonna go see probably a seal a se I, seals Ooh. aquatic yes. animals i love it yeah, a seal walrus something like that walrus i love it then nick final question you have 200 200 to spend in one afternoon where are you spending it Oh, wow. Um, I would spend it online on Amazon, most likely. That's my primary place to shop. I spend all my time at home and order everything off Amazon. <laughs> so that's where it's going. That's where it's going. Well, I love it. Well, thank you guys. That was the quick warm up. Get the mind really thinking. Uh, hopefully it'll yeah, just be easier it. as we go. But can you guys just talk about Trade Labs, the roles both of you guys play in the company and where it started, where it's gone? Yeah, I can kind of give you a background. So I guess for, for context, Nick and I met each other super young. We've grown up together, been friends forever. Um, in high school, we kind of did some things together, entrepreneurial. Um, I actually sold dessert breads door to door in high school, baked them with a friend of mine, and then went around on the weekends and selling it door to door. Um, just as a, a way to make side cash. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> We, we started doing clothing apparel for like sports teams and other, you know, private clubs as well. Um, really just kind of doing whatever we could to just kind of make side income and, you know, get our, get our toes into entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial ventures. And then Love it. we got into trading as we went into college. And, you know, I guess in college, we also created a note sharing app for the University of Iowa called the Note It All. 
and that got like a thousand students in the first semester that we launched it and that was pretty exciting wow um, and then at the exact same time we we started running a, a trading service where for like twenty dollars a month people could subscribe and they would basically get, get access to like a chat room with us and we would share all the trades we were taking kind of explaining like why we were taking them just answering questions helping people get started and we had you know friends and peers from college joining that and eventually it just got really hectic and a lot to deal with like managing payments and adding and removing people when they canceled their subscription mm -hmm. and creating content and all that stuff just got a lot to manage and then we realized that there were other traders running much larger services than we had with like a thousand subscribers and they had the exact same problems that we had um so we kind of started talking to them and figuring out you know what pieces do they need automated and solved mm -hmm. and we kind of ditched our own trading service and started working on a platform to really automate and host all of these trading services and kind of give the the, the trading mentors an easier time um, running the service. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool. Have you guys always like, where did the interest in the stock market come from? I participate. I'll say participate because I'm not good at it. Um, but where <laughs> did like the interest in like the self-taught or how, how did you learn the stock market and where did the interest come from? Yeah. So originally uh, my entrance into the stock market was pretty early on uh, through my dad. He helped me set up a brokerage account and helped me pick my first initial investments. Um, and, you know, to start, it really was just like I bought three to five different stocks and mm -hmm. let them sit there for the first couple of years during high school and didn't really do much with it. Was kind of, I would watch them once in a while. Yeah. Um, to see where they were at, see how they were doing. But it wasn't really until like transition into college when Noah and I started uh, like learning and trading together with some of our other friends as well. And that was really where the, I guess, interest and engagement really picked up. Mm -hmm. um, once we started trading options as well, uh, options is like high risk, high reward, really quick returns. And so that, uh, sparked an interest in us really quickly and it kind of took off from there. And that's where we started learning from some of these mentors as well mm -hmm. uh, through Twitter. And uh, once we kind of felt like we had a grasp of it and uh, enough people were asking us to kind of teach them, that's when we transitioned to kind of helping other people's uh, through that group chat. Um, but yeah. Fair enough. And so you made that transition to the group chat and then eventually to like your own website. Um, so what were kind of some of the first kinks that you guys had to work through at the very beginning to really get a smooth process going with you guys in a real functioning business? I would argue that uh, we still don't have that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's always a, evolving. Yeah. It's yeah. a continuous process for sure. I think in the early stages, we definitely, we've made like some big pivots along the way, like last mm -hmm summer i went through the startup accelerator through the university of iowa yep. and we were working on like a social network for stock traders it wasn't really even designed for these like paid trading services with a mentor or anything like that we just thought there was a need for people to be able to share what they thought about stocks online and be able to teach their friends and that sort of thing so mm -hmm. i mean along the way after talking with a bunch of customers and no one signing up or using it we, we had to like completely pivot our business to focus exclusively on like automating payment collection and onboarding and offboarding subscribers and that sort of thing. 
Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, that was the biggest hurdle for us was like, it's completely different strategy, completely different Mm -hmm. platform. We really had to shift. And I think that all just kind of came from talking with users and (laughs) users that weren't using it and figuring out why they didn't want it. And we we just kind of stumbled and kept evolving, like Nick said, until we're here today. But I think the business side of things are still definitely getting worked out. Mm -hmm. Setting up a, a flow of creating a product on a regular schedule and that sort of thing, which is definitely something that Nick can talk more about, but it's, it's definitely a, a very hard thing to do and we're, we're still figuring it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Always evolving. And I think the key for us to figure out, you know, when we needed to pivot and make that change mm-hmm. was obviously people weren't signing up. People weren't paying for it. We mm-hmm. weren't talking to the right people. We were kind of building it for ourselves and for the other college students that we were trading Mm -hmm. with. And so, um, and they weren't going to be the ones that were going to pay for it. And they weren't really the ones that had the biggest problem. Uh, So that's when, as soon as we found the mentors that really had a problem and they were making money and could pay for a service like this, that's, that's naturally just how the business had to evolve in order to become a profitable business and create a, product that was uh, used by these traders. And then it also helped us kind of solve an issue with the original social network of getting both sides, the beginners and the mentors on the platform. Yeah. Because it's kind of like this chicken and egg problem where you got to have mentors for subscribers or new traders to learn from Mm -hmm. them. But the mentors want to join because there's subscribers already on the platform. Yeah. So as soon as we keyed in on the mentors, uh, we were able to start converting existing services out there with subscribers already to the platform. And that kind of took care of the problem, uh, like kill two (laughs) birds with one stone. Uh, So, you know, we, I wouldn't say that like, we made all of the right decisions to get here. It was kind of like, we we made a lot of wrong decisions and learned from them and then finally, (laughs) stumbled upon a path where you know users are kind of guiding us now and telling us what we need to build and uh you know what the product is going to look like down the road so awesome well big milestone i was on i was in class today on linkedin looking through and i see a post by you (laughs) as of this week your partners have earned more than a hundred thousand dollars on trade labs what does that mean to you guys? How you talk about how you got this point, but what does it ultimately mean to you guys and the progression that you guys are going to continue to have? Yeah, I think it was a, a huge milestone. I think it's an early milestone. We, we still got a long ways to go. Yep. I think, you know, even just with some of the, the people in the pipeline that are coming soon, I think that number is going to grow quickly, but it really means a lot, especially because one of our biggest partners on the platform mm-hmm. is actually one of our friends that started out as a, a new trader just a couple of years ago and to watch him go from like a new trader to becoming a good trader and now teaching people through trade labs and That's- making tons of money doing it. Like it's super exciting to be able to see that we kind of helped aid him in that process. And like, it, it's possible that he has a trading service now because of trade labs. I think that sort of thing is super rewarding. And I hope we can kind of continue to see that evolution from like new traders that become good traders that then want to teach others in that, that cycle from new trader to mentor is really cool to watch. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, like I think honestly, you just saying that kind of makes. I think I need to sign up for this because, like, when I say <laughs> I participate, it, it is participation. Um, it's just the the stock market is just like you can be up like fifteen percent, and you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm super smart. I have this down. <laughs> Next day, as you guys saw recently, it just down. You're down four yep. percent, down six percent. Um, yeah. Stock yep. market's a crazy world. You guys are crazy for doing that. <laughs> it's uh, it's super daunting at yeah. first and it's it's a it's a beast in itself like you really can't control it or do anything about it but i think having you know an experienced trader to kind of trade alongside them mm-hmm. ask them questions learn from them see what they're seeing day in and day out it becomes more of just a game of like pattern recognition and yep. you know risk management and that sort of thing and it it's a lot less scary once you have a, an expert kind of by your side helping you kind of guide through those beginning stages I definitely I definitely experienced some rough times as a beginner and like I, I can say personally that having someone that knows what they're doing helps a lot yep I agree and so what's <laughs> I agree with that what's like the normal day like look like to you guys like you wake up the stock market <laughs> opens what's like a day look like Obviously, days aren't normal for you, but what's a day look like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, in the mornings, I wake up pretty early, actually do some pre-market charting and looking at the markets. Uh, you can, like, see a lot of action happening pre-market with stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, you know, the market will open, and I think we both sporadically trade here and there, options as well as long-term uh, when necessary. But... We spend a little bit of trading in the beginning of the day and the end of the day, but most mm. of our time is spent like directly working with developers, uh, with customers, working on a lot of different future features for the platform, mm. uh, working with advisors. And uh, I mean, as you said, all of our days are kind of different depending on what the current biggest priority or issue is that we're addressing keyword is issue uh, so <laughs> we really do have to be yeah yeah lots of issues lots of problems uh lots of problem solving in the initial stages of starting every single day which can be uh stressful and overwhelming for a lot of people but yep. if you're a person that likes to solve problems it's really exhilarating and engaging to have something new to work on every day yep no i feel that what what let me get your guys's let me get your guys's two cents on tesla what what's your guys's thoughts <laughs> on tesla uh long term bullish yeah i was gonna say i can't sure. say anything short term but long term <laughs> It's definitely got a long, long ways to go. I very, very, very bullish on Tesla. I will say it's full disclosure. It's my largest position. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so, so you're betting money on I, Tesla. Long-term bullish. Yeah, absolutely. So what, yep. do you guys, what are you guys betting on with Tesla? Are you guys betting on Elon Musk? Are you betting on the mission? Um, what are you guys betting on with Tesla? That's a good question. All of the above, I think. Yeah, the, I'd agree with that. The automation mm-hmm. and like vehicle autonomy is probably the biggest thing. Then behind that, the battery technology. I think the mm-hmm. technology aspect is like the biggest thing I'm bullish on. 
obviously manufacturing cars mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing is very hard to do and they're killing it. But I think the, the biggest long-term value comes from, you know, being that drive themselves and that sort of thing. Fair enough. I love it. I just wanted to get the experts' opinions on Tesla because I, I, I have a few, <laughs> few shares in it and I just didn't even know if I should short it before. Hold <laughs> <laughs> for the long term. Go for the long term. I love it. And so coronavirus, it hits. Blah, everything's blah. But what's the Craziness. biggest surprise you guys have seen in the past few months with your platform and just the stock market in general and how do you guys have performed? It's been a crazy uh, time, obviously, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our industry actually saw one of the biggest benefits from it, um, just in terms of all of the different kind of factors at play here. But with people being home, not having uh, their main sources of income through their jobs anymore, mm-hmm. not being able to like go out, the stock market really is a great way to make money at home in your free time. And uh, especially with like sports going away and no more sports betting, we just saw an incredible amount of new traders that had never invested before joining the market. And so like one of the popular brokerage platforms, Robinhood, Mm -hmm. saw like over 3 million new uh, brand new investors join in the last quarter alone. So like that type of growth is exponential um, in this market. And we do think that it's probably a trend that continues, probably not at the rate that we've seen with like some of these added stimulus packages and stuff Mm -hmm. that's also fueling the fire, but it's definitely something that is seeing a fundamental shift in younger um, and more diverse groups of people joining and investing in the stock market for the first time. I love it. Great answer. And so going right off of that, Robinhood kind of have more inexperience, huge growth. What's like the biggest mistake that inexperienced investors make besides not partnering with you guys, of course, but what's that biggest <laughs> mistake that they make? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, my answer to that would be not having the right tools mm-hmm. or a strategy or a plan. Um, so the first piece of that, having tools and resources to actually like track your trades, understand where you're making mistakes, Mm -hmm. being able to analyze those things. Um, I made a lot of mistakes until I actually started tracking it through my own Excel sheet manually. And that showed a lot of like, for example, I was making a lot of mistakes or bad trades after I made a bunch of money. So I'd like make a lot of profit and then just think that anything I went in was going to make money. And Mm -hmm. so I'd actually have some of my biggest losses after my biggest gains. And I didn't know that until um, I started tracking it. And so tools and resources is a huge piece as a beginner Mm -hmm. to learn. Um, And then the, um, you know, the other side of that is definitely I guess, understanding what you're doing, having the knowledge and experience uh, definitely helps. And, you know, that takes time, but that's where expert mentor really does help and accelerate that learning curve. Uh, So, yeah. I think my answer for that 
and I'll give you a more like specific answer, I think is people trading or even long-term investing with money that they're not actually willing to lose. And I think that's a big piece. And obviously no one wants to lose money. That's not the goal here. But I think people go into trades or go into investments with too much money at play and they don't, it it starts playing with your psychology a lot and you, you start getting really risk averse and especially Mm. with like options trading, you need to be pretty risky with it. If you're actually planning to make a lot of money, that's just how the the statistics work out. Mm. And I think, a lot of people just go into it with too much money at play. They get super scared that they're going to lose it and they start making bad trades because of it. So only trading with money that you're actually okay with losing, I think is a great place to just like start fundamentally. Yeah, that's actually, that, that is actually really great advice. Uh, going off Nick's, I think I still fall on the inexperienced investors part actually. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was great answers. Um, so we're kind of winding down a few more questions. A little bit, a little bit less technical, but if you guys had someone that you could just ask one question to, who would it be and what would it be? It's a great question. So my answer is going to be probably pretty specific and probably most people won't even know who this is, but there's an investor named Chamath. Okay. Ali Hapatia. And he's a, just a super smart guy. One of the earliest employees at Facebook really helped them grow. Mm-hmm. has done a bunch of cool things since then. And I think I would, I don't know specifically the question, but I would ask him something about the future of education. It's something that I'm super like interested in how, I agree. you know, early education all the way up to colleges, mm-hmm. especially as we go remote and all this stuff. I think the future of education is going to be really dramatically different than what we have today. And I think he's someone that kind of leads the charge on a lot of those big initiatives. So uh-huh. I'd ask him something about like what he what he sees as the future of education. That's beautiful. Yeah, I'm also interested in like the future of education. So that's, I actually will look into him, but uh, Nick, what, what would yours be? Who would it be? Uh, yeah, so you know, when you first asked this and as Noah was talking, I first person that pops in my mind is obviously Elon Musk. And there's so many yep. things that I would want to talk <laughs> or ask him about. But um, if it's, within the the legal limits of the question, I think I would actually go back and talk to like a Steve Jobs or Benjamin Franklin or yep. an Albert Einstein and just ask them probably the craziest question you could ever think of. And I don't, I don't know off the top of my head what it would be, but yep. some of those people are like big idols and influences for me. And uh, I would just love to pick their brains more. Have you ever read the Steve Jobs book by Walter Isaacson? Oh, absolutely. Favorite book. I got it right here. Favorite book I've ever read. I'm a huge Steve Jobs fan as well. (laughs) Incredible book. So that actually, great, great, great transition. Final question with you two. Are we experiencing a Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak, (laughs) Bryn Page, Gates Allen type of role type of future with you two or what what (laughs) I think there's elements of that and not so like I think a big difference for us compared to them is they those pairs those duos Mm. had very clear differences in their skill sets yeah like you know one's one's an engineer one's a businessman yep and I think Nick and I are much more equal in our skill sets Nick definitely has a lot more experience technically than I do Mm. but I think we're both super well balanced in that aspect. So I don't see us either of us being too different in our like leadership, 
Yeah. Um, but I, I definitely do think there's, <laughs> in the sense that I think it's going to be a great duo, a great <laughs> business duo. I think we're we're going to be there for sure. I believe so. My answer to that will be go read Outliers by uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Outliers by Malcolm. I've heard fantastic things about that book. Gotta read it. Gotta read it. What? One more question, actually. What's a book recommendation that you guys would have? For, uh, for anybody that wants to be an entrepreneur, absolutely read The Lean Startup by Eric Reese. It's like literally Noah and I's Bible. We've lived by it. <laughs> Incredible book. Changed the way I think about the world. And especially if you want to start businesses, it's a seriously, like Nick said, it's a, it's a Bible for entrepreneurs. Definitely read that. I think the answer for me would probably be Factfulness by Hans Rosling. It's like okay. Bill Gates, like most recommended book, it's just basically goes into all these trends in the world and how things are better than, than we think oftentimes. And it just talks about, you know, our stage in the world and how we move forward as a, as a whole. It's a super good book. Perfect. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed talking to both of you. I hope you guys had fun as well. Yeah, Absolutely. I loved it. Thanks I'll just say hopefully. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, thank you for hearing their stories. You're going to get some tips as well. If you have Tesla, maybe you're going to keep it. Maybe you're not going to short it. Whatever you're going to do with it. Um, but guys, is there a best way that anybody could reach you? Uh, email, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I think both of us, you can search our names on just about any of those social medias and they'll come up. But specifically with Twitter, um, especially at the trade labs is trade labs. If you're interested in that and we're most active on Twitter as well as, you know, our own personals, mine's at Lafredo Noah. Perfect. Well, everyone, I will have those in the descriptions um, and connect with them, follow them, get to know them better, sign up for the platform, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> but everyone, thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in one more time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. Well, 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 everybody, that was a phenomenal episode with the co-founders at Trade Labs, Nick and Noah. Um, I was really pumped to have them on, actually. Um, when I started this podcast, they were kind of in my mind about people that I wanted to get on here because I knew that they would have an awesome story. And I've seen them grow um, over the past six months, past year. Um, I've understood. I've met Nick a while ago. Um, I just kind of knew what he was doing. I was really, really pumped to have them on. Um, and I actually realized I cut Nick off at the end there and I did not allow him to get his Twitter handle. I'm not perfect at this, so I'm really Sorry about that, Nick. Um, but you can find him on Twitter at Nick Elchis. Noah is at Lafredo Noah. And then finally, follow them at the Trade Labs to really get um, all the up-to-date stock news and what they are currently doing. Um, so thank you guys so much for tuning into this. Next week, we have a fantastic guest, um, someone who I've met through uh, volunteering with Special Olympics. Um, and he's going to give us his inside take on a startup in the healthcare industry. Really pumped for him, guys. And don't forget to give us a follow. Join the Business Cloud community. I love all the support I get, guys. So thank you so much for everything. I will speak with you guys next week.